Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey, friend, welcome back to Fearless and Unleashed. I'm your host, Jeanette Sachs. Before we get into today's episode, I just want to share that I have been trying to record this episode the last 10 times. Definitely having some issues today, but I wanted to share that because I know that a lot of you guys who are listening to this are building a business online and tech issues are a thing. And sometimes you just have to push through it. So I thought, you know what? If I can't figure out what the heck is wrong, I'm just going to record it on my phone because what do I always say? Done is better than perfect, right? So the audio wouldn't have been the same, but it would have got done. And so I wanted to share just that tip right there because sometimes, girl, you just have to push through it and figure it out. And that's exactly what I was doing. So today's episode is going to be a really good one because I received a DM on Instagram from this person who listens to the podcast. So hey, girl, I hope that you listen to this because I know that you've been waiting for it. And she asked me a question based on an episode that I did, which was episode 169. And it was in regards to toxic people in your life. Now I'm going to read you guys her DM and then I'm going to try my best to give you my advice and tips and how I would go about this. Now, before I read you what her question was and I tell you my thoughts, let me just say this. I am by no means a therapist or a marriage counselor. I am literally just a woman just like you who has been married for 15 years, has three kids to get my marriage to the point that it is right now. We have a really good marriage, but it wasn't always like that. My marriage is not perfect. I am human just like you. And my thoughts today might not be my thoughts five, 10 years from now. Okay, so I just want to point that out because in her DM, she does talk about her religion and staying in her marriage because of her religion. And I know that not everyone is going to agree with that. And I want to just say, whenever we're talking about anything here in the podcast, just have an open mind. You know, not every single thought or tip or how people live their lives is going to agree with how you feel. And that's okay, right? It's okay for everybody to be different, to believe what they want to believe. And we're not here to judge. That's always my biggest takeaway, even in religion. I think sometimes people that are extremely religious can be very judgmental and it turns people off. And so I just want you guys to know that whatever my beliefs are, It's okay if you don't agree with them because I'm not here to judge you and I'm here to share my thoughts, what I think is best, and those things sometimes change. And I hope that whatever you take from this episode is able to help you. And if it doesn't, it's okay, girl. Not every episode is going to be full of answers that are going to fit perfectly for your life. But I hope that I'm able to provide some type of value with something, either one thing or another. Now, it's not going to be just religious, but I am going to address it just because it was in her DM. Okay, so here is her message. She said, Hey, sis, I just finished listening to your podcast episode 169, Hitting a Wall. And OMG, it spoke to my innermost being. But sis, that toxic person that you're describing is my husband. So I'm like, what the hell do I do? Married almost 14 years with two kids, 12 and 16, and it has only gotten worse. Because of my Christian beliefs, I stay. I'm stuck. 
He doesn't want to change or even thinks there is anything to change about himself. And I've spent years working on myself, therapy, small groups, Bible studies, etc. I am currently starting a business and I lack the motivation and I know why. I'm at my breaking point. Wow, right? Now, I know there's going to be a lot of women that are going to listen to this and go, yep, that's my husband. And the reason I know this is because I've been coaching for eight years. And even when you think outside of just business alone, even things like your wellness, health and fitness journeys, when women go through a journey in their lives where they're taking care of themselves, they want to lose weight, they want to feel good, they want to gain their confidence back, they want to wear sexier clothes, a lot of husbands can't support them through that. And it is crazy to think about because you would think that your spouse would be the one person that is going to be there for you and support you through anything that you want to do. But unfortunately, that's just not the reality. When women start working on themselves, men tend to feel insecure. Not all men, but some men, they tend to feel insecure and threatened. Like, what are you going to do when you start looking better, right? When you start, and this is not to say that if you lose weight, you look better, but this is the message that a lot of my customers have heard. Who are you trying to lose weight for? Why are you trying to look better? Who are you trying to look better for? Their insecurities really come to play. And the craziest thing is that it's not about you. This is something that they have to deal with. And if they don't recognize it, there's nothing that you can do because, you know, you can't change anyone but yourself. Okay, so in that episode and in previous episodes, if you guys have been religiously listening to the podcast, you know that I talk about removing toxic people out of your life. The reason for this is because when you are trying to level up in your life, when you are trying to be happy and you want peace and joy in your life, you want to hang out with people that are going to make it possible for you to have that. When you have negative people, and I don't mean people that irritate you, like we all have family members and friends and people that work around that are going to annoy us, but I mean toxic people, people that make you feel like they're out to get you, like they're constantly coming down on you. They're constantly negative. They make you sad and depressed because just the thought of being around them is just horrible. People that do not support you no matter what you do. I'm talking that level of toxic behavior. I don't believe in walking away from people just because they're difficult unless it's extremely toxic. Okay, so let me just clear that up. And I do believe that sometimes certain relationships take work and you can get there and build a better relationship, but they take work. With that being said, it takes two people to fix a relationship, okay? I am 100% convinced that if you are the only one working at it, friend, it's never going to work. You can't change someone else and you can't change people that don't want to change. If your spouse is this toxic person in your life that is preventing you from being happy, that is causing you mental health issues because he's so toxic that you're having a hard time being motivated, being happy about life, I'm going to tell you, it does need to change because you're not going to be able to live a happy life like that. So here's a couple thoughts that came to mind when I read this DM. Number one is working on communicating. Okay, so communication is probably one of the best things that my husband and I have focused on is because when we are able to communicate in a fair way, and I don't mean like fighting and coming down at each other, calling each other names, like that is a no. You have to learn how to communicate in a proper way and be able to talk to each other. You know, 
know, sometimes we women think our men know what we want. Even if we tell them certain things, we think that they got it. And the reality is that they don't. Men are so different than women. The way that we think, the way that we're wired, it is so different. You have to break it down in detail for them to understand the why, the when, the who, everything. And obviously, I don't know what you've done already, so bear with me. But the first thing that I'm going to say is you have to communicate with him and tell him why his support is important. Tell him exactly, detail what he's doing that is making you feel this way. Sometimes, and not only men, people, we're human, we mess up. We do things that may hurt someone's feelings and we don't even realize it. And it's not until someone really lets you in on how you come across that later if you're open, right? Because you also have to be open to seeing that you're not perfect and that there are some things that you can change about yourself. Not everybody is there. Not everyone can look in the mirror and go, I really need to change this about myself. Not everybody likes to do personal development so that they grow. But for people like you and I who do personal development, we learn about ourselves. We learn about things that we need to change. And so when someone points it out, even if we don't receive it in that very moment, we later think about it and we start slowly trying to change it. If we really do see that it's causing someone harm or it's hurting someone's feelings, we work on it, right? Because we're open to personal development. Some people, especially toxic people that don't see that there's anything wrong with how they are, they're not open to that. And so if they're not open to it, they're never going to change it. But I would recommend that you sit down with him in a private setting, try to have somebody watch the kids, get them out of the house, because if things go left, you don't want your kids in the middle of an argument, right? So just be honest and say, hey, I really need to share some things that have been bothering me that I want to work on and tell them like, I really love you. I love being married to you. But there are some things that I feel are extremely important and list out why you're working on the things that you're working on. I'm starting this business because why? right? What is the business going to do for you and your family? How is that going to help? What fulfillment is it going to bring you to be able to build this business and why it's so important for you to have his support? And then share and ask him, like, there are some things that you do that really hurt my feelings. And I would love to be able to share those with you without us having an argument, but like really just being able to talk through them. And I want to hear what your thoughts are on how you feel too, if there's anything that I need to change, because you also have to be open to, there might be some things that you're doing that is pissing him off that maybe you're not realizing. So you both have to be open to the feedback. And then when you realize that it's going left, take a break and then come back to it later so that you guys don't have this huge argument, but really kind of prep him to let him know that there are some things and let him know like every marriage goes through this. Every time that you guys, you know, grow together, there's going to be changes that need to happen in your relationship. There's going to be changes that you do in your life, changes he does in his life, how he is, how you are. And then you guys build from that, but you have to be open to it. And I think when your spouse is able to understand why you're doing the things you're doing, why that is so important to you, 
how you really feel about it and you share your full passion on it, don't hide, don't be embarrassed to share this big vision that you have for your future. And don't be scared to tell him because he's going to think, oh, you're just dreaming. Like, no, like share openly why this is important and what he's doing that's preventing you from getting there and how he can support you. And then ask, is there anything that you're doing that's making him feel a certain way so that you guys can build the routines, the communication and everything that you both need so that you both can get to the place you want to be? Because I can guarantee you, your husband, he doesn't want to be arguing either. He doesn't want to be sitting here having these issues. Men, they just love to chill. They don't want to sit there and argue unless he's just extremely toxic and doesn't want to change. Then unfortunately, friend, If your spouse is someone that doesn't see anything wrong, I'm sorry, I wish I had an answer for you that was easier, but the reality is that people like that, if they don't see anything wrong, they're just not gonna change. But before I share what I would do if that was my spouse, I'm gonna tell you this. Another thing that you guys can try is therapy. Now, if you have gone to therapy, that's great, but he needs to go to therapy too. If you guys can do therapy together and have someone else. If you guys can communicate, it's always great to have someone else help you through that. So I would bring up going to therapy together. If he's not for therapy, asking him why. What is it about therapy that he just doesn't want to go to? What's stopping him from doing it? Asking him, you know, when you list out the things that he could change, asking him why he's so against changing it. If it bothers you and it's hurting your marriage, really understanding why he is so against changing it. If you guys are religious and you have been going to Bible studies, taking him along with you, inviting him to go. Now it's up to him if he's going to go, but inviting him to go. And then if he's someone that just refuses it, pointing it out sometimes, being like, you know, I've been really trying to work at this and I try to include you in things that have helped me grow because I understand I'm not perfect. And I try to invite you, but you never want to go. So that next time you invite him, maybe he'll remember that and he'll go. If you listen to personal development, whether they are books or podcasts, playing them throughout the house, because sometimes husbands will sit there and listen to what you're listening to and they'll get the message. You know, us telling them all the time isn't going to work because then we just become what? We're nagging, right? But one of the things that we did a long time ago, and I think once in a while we do this still in our team, is we have... Because, you know, I said sometimes when women are working on themselves, husbands, some husbands don't support them. And so we've had Zoom calls where husbands come in, husbands of other women who have built businesses online, who have gone through a health and fitness journey to gain their confidence back and feel their best. We've had the husbands come in and speak in the calls. And then we have the newer coaches, the women who are building their businesses, the women who are working on themselves. We have them invite their husbands because sometimes it takes another husband to be able to say things that's going to click. It might not come from you, but it might come from another male who has gone through it that can share why supporting their spouse through this was important and what it did for their lives and their families. So maybe playing something out loud, he's going to listen to it. Don't nag him about it. Don't ask him questions. Just play it. If you're in the car, put on some personal development. If you are jumping on a call with some other entrepreneur women, let the audio play out loud off your laptop so he can hear some of the things that you're doing. Sometimes 
Husbands may feel left out. You know, that's very common that when one person starts to grow, the other person feels left out. So you communicating and including him and talking to him with excitement about your business that you want to do, that can help him feel included because maybe, maybe he's feeling like you're growing and changing and you're leaving him behind. And the last thing I want to say is this, and this is, I think, the most important thing that every human being, not just women, but honestly, you guys, everyone needs to understand about themselves. We all have non-negotiables in our lives, whether you have realized what they are, but we all should understand what they are. There are things that you are 100% either not going to allow in your life or Things that if they're happening in your life are going to emotionally destroy you, hold you back from being who you are supposed to be. And you have to know for yourself what those are. Now, I know this is going to be really hard to hear, but it's just true. No one can stop you from being who you are and pursuing the things that you want to pursue. No one can stop you from showing up and doing what you want to do, not even your spouse. They can make it really hard. It can be really sad when you realize that you're trying to grow together, but he's just not willing to. And at some point, you're going to get to a point in your life where you're going to have a really hard decision to make. And no one can tell you what to do but you. You're going to have to ask yourself, is this life for me? Do I want to continue building my life with a person like this? What is my life going to be like five years from now? How am I feeling Does this relationship make me feel good? Am I happy? Do I see a glimpse of change or do I have hope that it's going to change? Are they showing you that change is coming? There are so many questions you need to ask yourself and you need to be very clear on how much you're willing to take. With that said, addressing the part of because of my religion, I stay and feeling stuck. You're never stuck. Let me just tell you that you're never stuck. There's always a way. So let me just give you that hope. There is always a way. You may not be able to see it in the dark moments, but eventually if you keep looking for it, right? Because whenever you're going through a hard time and it gets really, really hard, really, really dark, you don't want to just focus on the dark. You want to look for the light. There's always a way. But I do believe that because I'm also religious. I believe in God. I believe that marriage is sacred. I believe that you should work on your marriage because it's not easy. And it's not going to happen within weeks or months or years. It is something that you work on all the time because when you're married, you go through seasons. The beginning is really hard. After a while and both parties are willing to work on building a great marriage, you get to a point in your life where you're like, okay, this is cool. Like we're here. We're now enjoying our lives together. But to get to that part is really hard. And so for me in my marriage, I'll just use myself as an example. I have non-negotiables in my life, things that if my husband was to do, it's a wrap. Okay. And this is not me promoting divorce. Like I said, I do believe in working on your marriage. I believe in changing if you need to change because there's certain parts of us that are not great. We all have parts of ourselves, our character, how we address things, how we communicate that need to change. And that's okay. You grow together. But the key word there is together. You can't be the only one doing the work. He has to be willing to show up and do his part because in a marriage, it takes two. 
So me knowing what my non-negotiables are, things that I will not permit, like hell no, if you do this, it's a wrap. And then also being open to changing because I know I'm not perfect. Being able to communicate with my husband and be very detailed so he understands what's important to me, why I need your support and why that's important. And if I don't have it, how that's going to affect our relationship is really important. Him knowing my non-negotiables is really important because you don't want nothing to be a surprise, right? And when it comes to God, I truly believe that if you sit down and you pray on it, you're going to get answers. And I truly, truly believe that God does not want me to stay in a marriage that I am not happy in. And I don't mean like I'm not happy because we're going through a season. That happens. I'm talking about I'm unhappy because the person that I'm married with is extremely toxic and every day hurts me, not physically, but emotionally or mentally. He's just not willing to change. He's not willing to see his faults. He's not willing to work with me. He's not willing to create this beautiful relationship. He's not willing to communicate. If he is extremely toxic and I feel like all he's doing is destroying me, I just don't believe that that's what God wants for my life. And with prayer and my own thoughts, I believe that I will get the answer. And I know myself, that I could never stay in a relationship like that. And I know that's hard to hear. And I wish I had a different answer. But realistically, if you're working on yourself, if you're going to therapy, if you're doing everything in your power and the other person is not putting in that same effort or even effort, it doesn't even have to be the same effort. If he's not willing to do anything, then at some point you have to decide, are you willing to stay in that marriage forever or do you need to move on? I remember years ago, and this was so long ago, before I even met my husband, I was a young mom and I remember hearing this quote and it has stuck with me forever since I heard it. And it is, it is better for kids to be from a broken home than in a broken home. And as a parent, of three girls, I can tell you that I agree with that 100% because I can't imagine if me and my husband were going at it all the time, we were miserable. I can't imagine my kids being in the middle of that every single day. I would rather move on and us learn how to co-parent and give our children the best version of us separately than give us the worst version of us together. And I don't want to minimize how big of a decision this is. I don't want to minimize how hurtful and sad and hard going through this is. It is. It's really hard. But I can tell you, friend, I can't give you the answers that are going to work for you. Your friends aren't going to be able to tell you. People online are not going to be able to tell you. You are the only one that can make the decision in your marriage of what you're willing to take, what's working and not working, and make these hard decisions. And if you have been in a place where you have worked on it and years are passing and years are passing and the more that time passes, you are not seeing change and you're just feeling more miserable than the last year, all I can tell you is at some point, you have to really sit down and ask yourself, how much more are you willing to take? So here's the thing, I'm not gonna end it there because I think that's just ending it in such a negative vibe. I don't know many marriages that end like that after they've done all of the work. 
Unfortunately, I do believe that nowadays people give up really easily on their marriages and they don't work on themselves. You know, we focus so much on trying to change the other person that we don't work on ourselves. Sometimes when you work on yourself, you realize that the things that you thought were happening may not even be happening or may not be happening to the extent that you thought. You know, it's really hard to go through a journey where you're growing and you're developing into this amazing person. It's really easy to look over to the side with the person you're building and go, um, excuse me, I'm doing all the work. I'm growing. You need to grow too. You have to understand you're two completely different people. If you're not in a relationship where it's extremely toxic like this, then keep doing the work. Because you both can get there, you know, but communicate. Because I promise you, your spouse, they want to have a good relationship. They love you. They want to build an amazing marriage. They may just not really know what's going on. They may just be feeling left out if you're doing all this amazing work on yourself and growing. So start there with communication. Try to talk to him about getting into therapy so that you guys learn how to communicate. And I am going to be over here praying for you. And I hope that you are able to take some type of value from this episode. All right, friends, I hope that you found that helpful and I will talk to you soon. Hey, girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media. So head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay, friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.